You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello there, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you guys so much for tuning in every week, for tagging me on your Instagram stories, and telling me what you learned from my weekly episodes. This podcast is a labor of love to me personally. A few years ago, maybe even four or five years ago, I started doing what is called Business Tip Tuesday. And for those of you that have been around for a long time, you may remember my weekly live videos that I used to do on Facebook. And I love training other people. I love showing up and sharing advice and giving you tips and knowledge and really giving you insight into how I've built my business. And I'm sitting here this morning thinking about the next few months and how this has always been the time of year where I have built the biggest momentum. This is the time of year when 90% of society checks out and goes on cruise control. This is the time of the year where people either do one of two things. They realize they're really far away from the goals and the vision that they set themselves for 2019. So they either turbocharge it and put it into high gear or they just chalk it up to a failure. And for me, I don't look at this season of the year as hard or as a struggle or a bad time to start a business. I look at this time of the year as everything, the best time of year to build a business. And I, as a business owner, have always had exponential growth in the fourth quarter. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the way you view the trends of your business and your results are a direct correlation. So if you say to yourself, this is a hard time of year, or this is a hard time to build a business, this is a hard time to recruit people into my health and fitness groups, this is a hard time of year to grow my team, well, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be a hard time of year. So I want to challenge you right now to listen to yourself over the next few days, few weeks, and even the next few months, and catch yourself if you begin to say, this is hard, this is a hard time, it's just a slow month. Because whatever you believe is always going to come true. So my friends, let's dive into today's content. I want to take you on a walk down memory lane to 2011. I was a stay-at-home mom with a nine-month-old and a three-year-old, and I was really in the midst of going through my own physical transformation. I was working towards losing that 30 pounds that I had gained with the pregnancies of my two boys. I was trying to redefine myself as a person because now I had moved out of my corporate career and into the role of stay-at-home mom, and I felt like I was defined by the piles of laundry and the dishes in the sink and the toys on the floor and the dinners that I cooked, and was I a Pinterest mom making these beautiful crafts with my children where they're 
rooms beautifully decorated and organized. No, none of that. I was absolutely falling apart. I felt like a disheveled mess. I felt like my house was out of control. I had no confidence and I really was feeling lost. And it was in May of 2011 that I actually had a friend, an acquaintance on, on social media reach out to me after making a post about wanting to lose weight. And she reached out and invited me to join this accountability group with her. And so I joined this accountability group and I instantly fell in love with the virtual community. Now, mind you, remember, I was the woman that had a corporate, corporate career that left that, was now living the life of bubble guppies and uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and very little social interaction outside of a few friends and my family. And long days at home with the kids because my husband worked very long hours. So this virtual community became my, my friendships, my family, my place to go and just not have to be a mom for that 10 minutes that I was documenting my day and then my workouts that I was doing that became my me time my time to just sweat it out and get stronger be healthier and I just found myself falling in love with the process of learning how to live a healthier life and I just wanted to shout it from the rooftops to anybody that would listen to me that you could lose weight learn how to eat healthy you could do it all from home you could completely overhaul your life and still feel fulfilled in the sense that I didn't feel deprived by what I was eating and and I loved it. So I started a blog. It was called the Committed to Getting Fit blog and it was on Blogspot if you guys remember Blogger and Blogspot. And so I started I started blogging and at least four or five times a week I would create these articles. The articles were anything related to how to grocery shop, how to read nutrition labels, how to meal plan for the week, recipes, family-friendly, kid-friendly, snack ideas, traveling, vacation, my own progress update, mindset, all my favorite tools, favorite things that I loved. And what I found was slowly but surely, the more I documented my journey, my passion, what I loved, really without any expectation in return, it started to turn into a business. I was connecting people to fitness programs, I was connecting people to nutrition plans, I was running these virtual online communities, and even though it started out slow and I had sort of a slow start in July, I noticed that once I hit September and October, things begin, began to ramp up. I was no longer feeling like I was pulling teeth to find just three to five customers a month. I was starting to get 10 customers a month. And all throughout the holiday season, all throughout October, November, and December, I really said to myself, how do I pay attention to the trends and what is going on? How do I continue to, number two, add value to people's lives so they see that I am worthy of their financial investments, that I'll actually help them get the desired results that they want? And then how do I set myself up for January? And in the back of my mind, right, this whole fourth quarter, I was thinking about if I show people that I can stay consistent, I can show up for my workouts. I can make good choices throughout the holidays. I can tweak our holiday Thanksgiving feast to be a little bit cleaner, but still flavorful. If I can show people how I'm doing it, I bet in January when people decide that they need to make New Year's resolutions to lose weight, or maybe they want to start a business or you know they want to eat a little bit healthier, I'm going to be the person that they think of. Why? Because I'm the person that keeps showing up. 
I didn't disappear when it got hard. I didn't fall off the wagon and gain 10 pounds. I'm not constantly posting on social media that I'm restarting over and that I'm recommitting. No, I'm going to be that person that when people think about the fact that they want to lose weight and they want to get healthy, I'm going to be their girl. And so here I was in this fourth quarter of 2011 with that sort of mindset. Mind you, I will tell you that when I launched my business, I was working every free second of every single day without any guarantee that I was going to be successful, but I was investing a lot of time. I wasn't making a lot of money yet, but I believed that I would figure it out, that everything would eventually fall into place. So what were the key things that I did in these months of the year that propelled me forward? Number one, I looked at what was going on around me. So what's happening? We're getting ready for, we've got football season and we have uh, Halloween and then we'll have Thanksgiving and then we'll have Christmas. And what happens during all of those times of year? There are flavorful, sugar-loaded, tons of fat, tons of calories, lots of carbs. Like those are the kinds of foods that you eat at a Sunday tailgate. What do you do on Halloween? You have cocktails and you eat your kids Halloween candy. What do you do on Thanksgiving? You eat all of the turkey, all of the drinks, all of the pumpkin pie, all of the mashed potatoes and the corn, and then you have leftovers for the next three days, correct? So how do we feel? We feel sluggish, we feel miserable, we're tired, we're grumpy, we're on this sugar crash. Here I come in with a refresh, a three-day plant-based cleanse. Or I'm going to come in and say, let me overhaul your Thanksgiving feast. Let's do a one-week prep class to help you find some healthier alternatives for your Thanksgiving dinner. 100% free. Want to join me? Or I'm going to do a post-turkey um, detox where we do another plant-based cleanse. I'm going to talk about how to make your holidays healthier. I'm going to give you healthier cookie recipes and desserts and how to host a party where you don't feel like you're completely overdoing it. Throughout the holidays, I created all of these opportunities for people to engage with me, to build trust. I was giving advice. I was giving tips. I was pouring. I was serving into every single person that I could get my hands on. Why? Because I knew that when they were ready to make a financial investment, when they were ready to really start exercising and changing their habits, that I would be the first person that popped in their mind because I'd been serving them all this time without asking for anything in return. Now, I'll be honest with you. I did always put a very clear call to action at the end of all of the groups and all of the things that I run that are free. I'm always telling people where they can connect, where they can get more, how they can actually be one of my clients in my accountability groups and actually work with me. But the biggest piece of advice here is that I served and I served really well. I also was beyond consistent. So I was the girl that was waking up on Thanksgiving morning and doing a turkey burner workout. I was the girl waking up the day after the holiday and crushing my cardio workout. I was the girl that people would make comments to me as I'm either going to block you or I'm going to join you because you're making me feel guilty because I definitely need to do what you're doing, but I'm not quite sure that I'm ready to yet. And when I would get feedback like that, 
I didn't get discouraged or upset or take it personal. I was like, fine, block me if you don't want to see my stuff. Actually, let me just say, you don't have to block me. You can hide my posts. We can still be friends. You don't have to unfriend me. I'll show you how to hide my content. And then I would say to people, but if you change your mind, I'm here and I'm more than happy to help. And I don't take offense to it because I realize that people's comments are not is not the truth about me and who I am. It's their truth. It's what they're wrestling with. It's what they're struggling with right now. So here I am with big pieces of calendar paper taped to my wall in my office, and I'm working towards what my goals are going to be in 2019 and how I want to end the year and how I want to serve the people whether it's through business mentorship or it's through health and fitness or it's small business mentorship, and I'm still doing it today. You see, I believe that the mindset that I had in my first six months of my business is what propelled me to grow exponentially. I was on a call yesterday, and, and maybe you're see, listening right now and you're going, yeah, yeah, good for you, Melanie. Like, I'm glad you did it. But, you know, it's just, it's not possible. You got in early, you know, you know, it was when social media was newer, and it was much easier to sell on social back then. But here's what I want to say. That's not accurate whatsoever. Here's the real truth. I read the book, The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, when I first launched my business in 2011. I read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And as I was reading those books, there was this one particular story that stuck out to me. And that story was, out, was about pumping of the well. And the story kind of goes like this. In business, you can really look at the start like a well. And you are trying to get water out of this well. And you start using that handle and you're pumping that handle. And what is happening is nothing. Nothing is actually happening. You can't see anything on the surface building, but you are pumping your arm feverishly because you're tired and you're thirsty and you need that water and your arm is starting to get sore and tired and you are beginning to question whether or not there is actually any water in that well. But what you can't see below the surface is that that suction is building. And you are building pressure and it is just about ready to boil over the, over the top and come out that spigot. And all of a sudden you pump that well and one tiny little drop comes out and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? That's it. That's all you're going to give me. I've been pumping this well for an hour and nothing has come out. And so then you question, is it worth it? Do I keep going? Am I really that thirsty? Maybe I'm not really that thirsty. And then you say to yourself, I'm going to stick with it. Just maybe, just maybe, if I believe, if I keep pumping this well, the water will begin to flow. And with the same effort and the same intensity, you begin pumping that well again. And what happens is a few more droplets come out. And then a few more. And then all of a sudden, a very light stream of water begins to flow from that well. And you're saying to yourself, I feel like I'm working so hard for no return on my investment, right? How many of you are saying that about your business right now? But if you keep pumping that well, and you keep moving at the same consistency, the same speed, all of a sudden, the water is going to move faster out of that well. And it's not going to require any more energy, any more effort. All you have to do is maintain what you are doing at that moment. And that is your business. Regardless of what industry you are in, the people that are successful at building these companies, large and small, it's not that they have some secret sauce, some magic 
potion, some, you know, some connection that, that gets them a big break. No, my friends, it is showing up when no one else around you understands what you're doing or why you're doing it. When people are not responding to you, you're continuing to add value and show up and, and catch their attention and pique their curiosity. It's when you keep applying that same consistent effort and pressure over time, that is when your well begins to flow. But the statistics are that 95% of people are not willing to do the work that is required to make the results happen. That's true, guys. Quitters. People are quitters, especially here in the U.S. We are so quick to just give up. It doesn't work, right? That fitness program, they Photoshop those people. That nutrition plan, it's not for me. We make every excuse in the book. I'm too old. I'm too young. I don't have kids. I'm not married, right? I'm in my 50s. I'm a grandma. I mean, I hear it all, all the time. And the bottom line is this. If you stick with it long enough and continually learn and improve and tweak your skills and refine, there is no doubt you are eventually going to figure it out. But if you quit, then you've lost, you failed, right? As long as you never quit, you never give up, you'll eventually find the way. But it's when you start and you stop and you start and you stop and you start and you stop and you say, I'll wait until the trends are high. I'll wait until everybody wants to buy. Everybody wants to set New Year's resolutions. I'll wait till the kids go back in school. I'll wait till after spring break. I'll wait till New Year's. When you have that kind of mindset, you have a scarcity mindset. You don't have a growth mindset. You're fixed on the obstacles and not on the opportunities. In 2011, I said to myself, okay, if I can just make $500 extra, I will be able to pay cash for our holiday gifts. Now, that was a big goal for me at the beginning because I was trying to fit this business into the pockets of my life and I had no idea what I was doing and I was just pumping that well, right? I still wasn't getting a lot of water out of that well. But I wrote the goal on a sticky note. I created a visual for myself, a thermometer where I've, and I know I've shared this on previous podcasts, but I made that thermometer and I put the top of the thermometer at $500. And I said, that's the goal. That's what I'm driving towards. $500 cash for Christmas. And every morning when I woke up and looked at that, I visualized our family. I visualized that Christmas morning. I visualized not having to pay it all off in January. I visualized not having to stress about it on Christmas morning that we had overspent. I visualized having a peaceful holiday where we weren't yelling at one another over how much we spent on what gift for that specific person. I didn't want that feeling anymore. I just wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted within, you know, obviously normal means. And I looked at that every day. And I believed that it was possible. And then I said to myself, if I want that goal to happen, if I want that $500 to be in my bank account, how do I need to act? What do I need to do? That drove my actions. I made sure that on my planner were things like invite, create really good content, serve your people well, do your follow-ups, show up for, for your people. And guess what happened? I woke up on Christmas morning and the goal was accomplished. I worked hard, no doubt, but it was very intentional. And I want to tell you that after six months of pumping that well and working really hard, when it came time for the new year, when the kids were back in school and people were 
Christmas decorations were put away and people are really starting to think about how they wanted to feel and look in 2012. And I put out my group that I was running, that it was open for enrollment. I had the most clients I had ever had. I was able to take my business from this tiny little business and it was really starting to exponentially explode. My income was doubling, the number of clients I was serving doubling, my impact, my likes, my follows, my engagement, all of that was growing. And all of a sudden I could see my, the results of months and months of disciplined behavior starting to come into fruition. And so I want to challenge you right now to say to yourself, I am going to finish strong this year. And a friend of mine, Nick, who did a call for me last night, she, she said this. She says, instead of saying it's a struggle, it's a hard time of the year, I want you to say, I finish strong. I am going to finish strong this year. What does that look like for you? What does that look like for you? What does finishing strong mean? And I don't want for one moment for you to say, I may not get to the goal. I may not have time. This is a bad time of year. No, it is not a bad time of year. We are finishing strong. We are letting go of self-limiting beliefs. We are letting go of the negativity that other people may have around building businesses at certain times of year. We're letting go of stigma about who and what age you have to be to build a successful business. And we are going to understand that anybody can build a successful small or large business if they are willing to do the work with passion consistently over time without, without losing any momentum when you have a setback, my friends. So I hope that as you're sitting here right now and you're beginning to decide, do I push? Do I hit cruise? Do I take a step back? I want you to think about this story. I want you to think about the fact that I am a nobody from Mars, Pennsylvania. I'm a mom of two little boys. I am a wife. I'm a daughter. I have a brother, lived in a tiny little townhouse when we launched our business. And I did it all from my kitchen table, my Dell laptop, and a flip phone with no Wi-Fi. If I can figure out what is needed to exponentially grow and scale a multi-million dollar business with a Google search bar, with my YouTube channel, with the other people in the industry, why not you? Why not you? What makes me any different than you? It all boils down to those beliefs, those behaviors, and those habits. So my challenge to you today is saying, what does finishing strong look like for me in my life right now? Define it, write it down, make it tangible, put it up on your bathroom mirror, put it on your computer screen, tag me on Instagram stories and show me what your I finish strong means to you. I want to see it, but I want you to look back on 2019, on January 1 of 2020. And I want you to be able to say, I couldn't have given it a fingernail more. All right, my friends, I hope this episode impacted you in a big way today. I know that the hair on my arms is standing up right now, so I'm feeling pretty good about the message that I've been able to deliver to you guys. So I would love it. if You would oh so kindly share this on social, tag me, and let me know what spoke most to you about this episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you all soon. Bye everybody.